And here we go, episode 31 of Nothing to Say, the Fans Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You guys uh, have stuck with us for 31 episodes. We have no idea how or why you don't have better ways to spend your time, but that's okay. We really appreciate it. Uh, and we'll start the show off just like we always do. Sam, how was your week? How was your weekend? It was good, man. How about you? Uh, it could have been better. could have been better. Uh, I'll tell you what. I, I don't know how the Bay Area right now is not on fire with the amount of things, just bad things that happened to the Bay Area this weekend. With the Raiders losing their last home game in the Coliseum, the 49ers losing the way that they did, the Warriors being as atrocious as they are, and the Giants losing Madison Bumgarner, I, I don't know how the Bay Area has not just fallen completely off the map. It's because uh, that, that one thing that's holding everyone together is the fact that the Niners clinched a playoff spot somehow. True. So I got to ask you, so after that loss, what was, what was going on through your head? Like, what, did it really matter to you? or um, Initially... So I, I listened to it on the radio on my way home, uh, and then I had to, like, stop while I was driving at a stop sign and watch it, you know, break the law and everything. Right. But, of course. And then when I saw Julio get in, well, first the Austin Hooper catch, or not catch, that yeah. was crazy. Because then it was like, oh, my gosh, like, huge exhale that they didn't just lose right there. And then right. the very next play, Julio barely gets it like when you first watch it live it's like oh my god they just stopped them and then the Niners celebrate it's like how did we get away with this and then yeah it goes to replay for five minutes and they come back oh the Falcons actually actually won I mean dude that ball barely broke the plane I, I mean by like a hair it was it was close it was clear but it was close it, is it it just has to break like the white goal yes. line it to me, I always thought it had to be on the other side of the goal line to where it'd be, like, in the end zone type of thing. Right. That's why I thought they meant by breaking the plane, but it's all good. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the last show that we had, we had a guest, Josh Carson, absolutely came on and, and crushed it. He had a bunch of uh, crazy NBA facts for us that neither of us had ever heard of, and it was a, it was a very productive episode, and we are – hoping to follow up that episode with another uh, another great episode and uh, we figured the man for the job would be uh, would be one of our uh, one of our old Roseville high school friends George Hughes is joining the show for the very first time a lot of you probably know who that is George thanks for what coming is, on man what is up guys thanks for having me thanks for putting the pressure on after that nice intro right there thank <laughs> you very much really appreciate that wow. got a, George, got you're some... just buttering us up already <laughs> a little bit <laughs> well i got some big shoes to fill if you're talking about josh Carson doing such a great job so i mean i gotta i gotta get ready hey you know what I, it was funny because with josh the thing about josh is that in middle school like he started his youtube channel and it was one of those things that we were all like all right well you know We'll we'll see where it ends up going. I recently checked his channel, like, I don't know, just like a month or two ago. And he's got like three or four videos with over with over a million views. He won a national contest that got him that got him sent to the to L.A. for uh, to have backstage backstage, just all access to uh, the NBA Summer League. Like the dude's been he's been persistent with that YouTube channel. He's he's really kind of made a name for himself. 
Um, so that was a that was a lot of fun having him on. But the reason why we're bringing George on is because most of most of our audience members are are local, the Roseville, the Sacramento area, um, and uh, we are predominantly a sports show. But we want to highlight, you know, some of the some people in the area, some people that we went to high school with, and and just get a chance to see where where everybody's at and do a and like a non uh, sports segment. Um, so George, yeah, we're just going to chat for a little bit, see how you've been, see what you've been up to. And we'll talk a little bit of sports. Um, and, uh, I hope you're, uh, I hope you're incredibly nervous because we're going to, uh, <laughs> we're going to put the pressure on you. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Come at me. All right. So, um, so obviously we all graduated in 2017. That's when we left. Um, mm-hmm. so it's 2019 right now. Uh, what have you been up to, dude? Like, how have you been? We haven't really talked in a long time. Yeah, it has. It's been a very long time. A lot of things have changed, but uh, but I've been really good. I've been going to school down in L.A. at UCLA, and uh, it's been a blast. It's going by incredibly fast. I cannot believe um, full quarter of my junior year is already over, but, you know, that's how things go. Um, but, man, it's been really good. Can't complain about L.A. Beautiful weather, great people, great school, um, great atmosphere. Um, life, life's good. Life's good, yeah. Now, what are you? What's your major right now? Um, I am political science and psychology. Yeah. Yeah. Was that what you originally went in with, or did you change? Uh, I went in undeclared. Um, did psychology just because I eventually declared psychology because I liked it in high school, and then picked up poli sci in the middle of last year because I was uh, considering going into law. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Is that still what you're planning on doing? Yeah, that's that's still the goal. Still uh, setting the bar pretty high, but we're we're, we're going to see how it goes. Hey, you're going right. to reach that, George. No doubt. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I, if anybody's hey, no, appreciate that. Right. <laughs> For people that don't know who George Hughes is, first off, <laughs> I, I'd like to think me and Jason are pretty smart dudes, but if we had a question in class... George Hughes was the guy that we Stop went to. It. No, because <laughs> especially if it was like language arts based or like anything writing, this <laughs> dude is an amazing writer. And the way he could like how I can't do this right now, I can't put my words together. But George, <laughs> you guys are way too kind, man. Two way minutes, too kind. Two minutes of oh, like teacher will go asking around the room, and then if she wants the right answer, she'll ask George. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Sam! Were we even in 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 many classes together? Yeah, we were in um like some writing sure classes we for sure. Sure and then, we um, <laughs> can't even remember. <laughs> there's got to be some writing class, a few, but not, like not that many. You were you ever in like my actual journalism class, or were you in like the other period? Yeah, we were all together, right? Yeah, we we had to be at some point. We had to be the final because I know they connected the media and journalism class at the at our last. A senior year so it might have been that last year but yeah 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 well anyways anyways you 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 you're doing me too much justice no, I'm right just, there i'm just stating the facts george hey, i appreciate wrong, it i appreciate he's it he's not wrong like <laughs> well here because let me ask you in our because here was the thing about our our 20 our 2017 class that i've i've told my sister who's at roseville right now like our 2017 class was stacked it was with, solid with how many people we're getting like double golds at like the award ceremonies. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought I did pretty well. Like I graduated with a four one, mm-hmm. but I was like forty eighth in our class. Oh wow, it was yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah, George is sitting here all the way down at forty eighth, huh? No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, he had no. to. I think what well, you were like fifteen, right? You were a top twenty. Yeah, I was. I was something. I think I was like eleven. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. See, there UCLA. you go. I mean, come on. 
<laughs> and speaking of UCLA, like how how I've actually never set foot on that campus before, so I don't know. I have no like map in my head. Right, UCLA. Like how how is it? What's the layout like? Is it kind of like a city, or is it more secluded? Like I I don't I really don't know. I imagine it's more city like. Um. So but... it um. Man, actually, the campus itself is actually what really sold me um to go there. I visited it during my senior year of high school, uh, or at least before apps would do. And I mean, I visited one day, and it just kind of hooked me. Like I just saw it. It was a really nice day outside. It was super sunny. Like it was just like perfect weather, like it is all the time. But like I saw the campus, and it was just amazing. But um, apart from the uh, uh, in regards to the layout, um, it's it's right not in the middle of, but um, it's an area called Westwood, which is super nice. It's just like this little college town, nothing too crazy, but like everything, everything you need within like walking distance and everything. And um, I wouldn't say it's like its own city within itself, but it's just like a beautiful college campus. You got some, some old, uh, old architecture um, dating back. I mean, it's pretty old school. Um, And yeah, it's just a lot of red brick and uh and it just looks looks great and it's it's sunny all the time so that that's a that's a bonus that helps it look nice so so yeah it's it's awesome now were you deciding between ucla and like a handful of other colleges or were you just like not ucla is where i want to go um i think my my other top school would have been um san diego state uh i really like that that campus as well um and then i definitely applied to a couple of, of the other ucs um but but yeah eventually decided on la well, now, how many how many Roseville people do you run into? Because I know there's a handful who are who are there. Obviously, we've had Jimmy on the show; he's there. But like, yeah. um, how many people do you run into on a daily basis from well, this area? <laughs> well, to be honest, uh, every single day I do because uh, Andrew Smith. For all those uh, who know him out there, oh, there we go. Great guy, great guy. Shout out Andrew Smith. Um, hard to miss. He's like six foot five with red hair, but uh, <laughs> mean, but it, mean it, jump it, shot too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, he's nasty. He's nasty. No, he's disgustingly good. Um, uh, I, he's my roommate. I live with him in an apartment. So, um, oh, so yeah, it's it's him and I, him and myself, and then uh, one other guy that I've roomed with since freshman year. So I see him every day, uh, for the most part. Uh, and then, I mean, there are like. I want to say like eight or nine other people from Roseville that I, that I see kind of on a probably weekly basis every now and then just walking around. Um, so it's definitely not like a, a rare occurrence that I'll see someone that I know from Roseville and it's good to catch up, you know, and talk chat every once in a while. So man, that roommate's got to feel like an absolute idiot rooming with you and Andrew. My goodness. Gracious. Wait, no, no, no that's, <laughs> that's the funny thing, Jason. And Sam. Oh my goodness. No, this guy, is I think at the top of the physics department. Like oh I would put, <laughs> I would put good money down. He's a third year. I would put good money down that this guy is number one at in the school for the for physics department. So I mean, he makes us feel, or at least he makes me feel like an idiot sometimes. I know Andrew's during neuroscience, so uh, he's he's up there as well. So Jeez. big shout out, Gosh, yeah. man. That, so that apartment. Do you guys get out of your rooms at all, or are you guys just in there studying, doing homework the whole time? No, we, we, we like to get out. We like to get out. Not with oh. a physics, neuroscience, and poli-sci major. Well, yeah, but I mean, poli-sci is, is uh, not, not, not quite as uh, yeah, you said that. difficult as it might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your words. Not like, hey, man, yeah. at least you're not a business major. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Respect. I know. You got, a poli- you, got, you got the poli-sci guy over here talking to the business and kinese guys. So hey, we got, we, got, we, got the, we got all bases covered, guys. Pretty much. We're just pretty yeah. old people. That's all it is. 
Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't put our heads in books. We just we just communicate. That's all we do. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. Um. So George, like you were, you were an avid. Uh, uh, one of the, I mean, so we're a sports show, obviously. So we're going to talk a little bit of sports with you. Oh yeah. Um. So we're a, I mean, you were a, you were a, an above, I'd say, easily above average golfer in high school. You were you were good in high school. Like so, what? Like did when you left high school, did you continue to golf, or is it like a leisurely thing now? Or because I know you're friends with Jake. Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. a stud? Yeah. So. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys got to get Jake on the show, but that's a whole different story. But Oh, um, for sure. But mm-hmm. yeah, I have, I've continued to golf, not like anything uh, competitively or anything like that, but definitely as a, as a leisure thing. Um, I don't get out quite as often as I'd like to just because focusing on school, other things, and like it's kind of expensive. Um, but like when I come back uh, to Roseville for like breaks and stuff, I definitely play a lot because like <laughs> my family pays for it, you know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> well, so someone then, else is paying for it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> someone. Hey, the best someone, golf right. is free golf, right? <laughs> yeah, that is a fact, yes. Um, but yeah, uh, so have definitely continued it. Um, uh, it's been a little, a little rough these past few months. I actually not past few months, but um, I I tore a ligament in my shoulder about a month ago, which uh, which kind of sucks. So that's Doing that's what? yeah, playing flag football. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty lame. Um, so I'm I'm out of uh, golf, out of commission for golf and like the gym and stuff for probably another month or two. But it feels all right. So we'll uh, I'm gonna try to get back to it as soon as I can. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. George Hughes is a clutch. <laughs> Sorry. So no, um, Wait, was I, it um, worth it? Did you make the play at least? Dude, I didn't even make the play. Hey, at least it wasn't my guy though. But. I was like, I was, I don't know, I wasn't safety. I was like a left, I was playing left corner and the guy was on the right side. So I, I went all the way across the field, dove, missed it, landed on my shoulder and uh, sprained my a AC for effort, ligament. Yeah, yeah. Yo, flag football is actually, was this like IMs? Flag yes, football? it was, uh, it was IMs. So intramural flag football at a college campus is probably under uh, powder puff of how intense it actually gets. One of my, uh, one of <laughs> yeah. my club volleyball teammates, got a concussion from flag football because he went up trying to get a ball and a guy undercut his legs and he fell on his head. Yeah, dude, they, it can get, they can get kind of aggressive at some time, you know, no disrespect to the real football players out there who do put their stuff on the line for real, but like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's intense sometimes. It's intense. <laughs> for sure. As, as intense as flag can be, you know? So George, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. What was your lowest round of golf that you ever shot? Dude, this summer I, I broke my lowest round by five strokes and I oh. shot a seventy six. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, which was unreal for me. Like my previous low was eighty one and I shot that at the end of high school. So I hadn't broken that for two years and then all of a sudden I went out there with uh, some new clubs actually and just destroyed it. Oh man. So you so not only did you not only did you break your previous record, but you broke you broke seventy. Absolutely. Yeah, I broke 80, yeah. Oh, my so, bad. Sorry, for I the first time. <laughs> Which is, yeah, my yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was huge. I mean, I didn't think, like, at least the way I was playing around that time, I didn't think uh, anything in the 70s was, was that likely unless I got some real practice in. But all of a sudden, I just went out and everything came together on the one day, which is one super cool thing about golf. But then, then the bad thing about golf is that usually it's, uh, it can be pretty crappy sometimes. So. Yeah, no, for sure. Sam, yeah. what was your lowest round? Uh. George, I think I went up to here. It's probably like a one ten. 
Okay, very <laughs> nice. Hey, high scores, high scores. Hey, that's hey. what it is, right? It's the highest score wins. Hey, but you know, you know, it's it's only it's it's winning if you're having fun. So that's the exactly. Thing, right? I wasn't having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, right, you know, it's wrong. funny. It's funny listening to because like because I golf with Ben a lot. Yeah. Um. He's and, he's good. He's good. He's, he's really real good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember there was a, there was a while there, at least at the end of high school where I, where I was like within a couple strokes of him, like I felt good. Yeah. And we ended up, we ended up going out and, and he shot like a like an 80 and I shot an 85 and that was my lowest. Oh, nice. And then, and then the last time it just ever since then, like Ben is just, he just took off and I could never catch him. Cause I stopped playing. Yeah. I stopped playing a lot and Ben just like, Ben's like averaging seventies now. Like he's, yeah. He's been playing really, really well. Yeah, because he switched. He switched from baseball to golf, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. Well, he came, <laughs> once, he once came he here. Practicing. He came here, actually, and worked over the summer uh, at Timber Creek. He, and he did, got, yeah, because he was with Jake. Yeah, yeah. And he. Yeah. Well, and then, oh, I wonder if Jake got hooked up with it, too, because Ben got hooked up with, um, like, a brand-new set of TaylorMades. What? Yeah, because man, I believe it was because he was working at Timber Creek. Like I said, I don't know if Jake got hooked up with that or Ben. Well, he still had a buddy. Yes, but it was like yeah, probably good price. Statistically, it was was, yeah reduced. Yeah, it was a crazy, crazy reduction in price. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that was crazy. Um, So George, in terms of like sports, what are the sports that you like avidly pay attention to? Oh wow, avidly. That's a big word right there. Um I would say I uh avidly follow about zero. Um I moderately follow like golf, um, football and uh basketball, I would say, are the main ones. Were you watching the President's Cup at all? I I did. I, I did watch the I watched the highlights from the first uh three days and then I watched um all of the uh Sunday round, the final one. So give me give us a little rundown because I didn't uh, I didn't uh, I didn't get a chance to uh, to watch it. I heard the first day was like absolutely atrocious. Right? Yeah. The um, so the internationals went up four one the first day, uh, which was huge for the international team because they were they were set out to to lose, get destroyed by the Americans because they were so stacked statistically, at least on paper. And um, the second day, I think the Americans came back a little bit, made it a bit closer. Um, and then the third day ended at, uh, let's see, I think it was 10 to 8. And at one point, like, at, at one point, there was a crazy comeback involved by the Americans because at one point it could have been, like, 9 to, nine to like, 2 going into the fourth day. But the, uh, the Americans battled back and uh, got some points back. And it, it ended at 10 to 8 on the, the third day. And then that's how it went into Sunday, the final round. And uh, the Americans came in and clutched it. See, there you go. See, George can be a sports commentator. <laughs> America. That was that was easy. That was easy. <laughs> I'm far from you guys, trust me. <laughs> well, I don't think we're. I don't think that's saying much. So, um, well, George, so we've got a we've got a segment uh, prepared for you. Actually, Sam's got a segment prepared for you. Oh, it's, I just uh, want to ask real quick, um, George, from your yeah. uh, your golfer lens, how is Tiger yeah. looking? This weekend. Dude, T- Tiger could have a breakout year. I mean, you. See, I mean, I, I was about to say you saw what he did on Sunday, but you probably didn't. But I did. Um, no. he, <laughs> uh, he he played. He played like I wouldn't. I wouldn't say old Tiger because I wasn't really around to watch Tiger when he was uh, in his prime. I wish I was, but um, I mean, he's look. He's looking real good. So it could be a could be a big year for him. I mean, last year was huge, um, but this year could be even bigger. Hmm. Yeah. Good. 
Is yeah, he, it is, is good. he your favorite to win the this year's Masters? Going back to Ooh, back? Um, I don't know about that. Well, he could be. He could be the favorite. Um, I'm a big fan of Kepka as well, and then I'm also rooting Whoa, for um, Rick, Ricky Fowler. I want. I want. Yeah, him Ricky Fowler. He's, he's my. He's my guy. He's never gonna win. I want him to win. He's so. He's so cool. I just. He just deserves to win one. Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Where's it's, all it's this Ricky unlucky. Fowler hate coming from? It's, it's unlucky. Well, I'm, I don't hate the guy. Like, hey, Ricky Fowler, if you want to come on the show, like, please do. But it's just, <laughs> I just think it's it's just too late, you know. Like, guys miss their opportunity. Too late for Ricky. He's so young, though. How old is he? Younger he's, than he's Tiger. Gonna, he's got to be like. <laughs> well, yeah. He's got to be like. I don't know. Actually, like twenty. Seven, twenty-eight, thirty-one. When is 30? the prime oh, of a golfer? Oh man, golfer prime is pretty pretty long actually. Because I mean, you can get in your prime whenever, just whenever you're practicing the best and playing the best. I mean, there have been some golfers who've almost won the Masters at like fifty, you know. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ricky's Ricky's thirty-one. He just okay. turned thirty-one okay. actually. Okay. Like, yeah, definitely not too late. Yeah, for sure. For but if, sure. if Tiger's not doesn't in your eyes, what major does Tiger have the best odds to win? Oh, the masters. The masters. masters. Like yeah, just going in with a mindset of like, I did this last year, I'm gonna do it again. If anyone's gonna do it twice in a row, it's it's him. Yeah. Okay. Well and yeah. he knows that course so well and Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I totally yeah. agree with the I mean, it's the U.S. Open, the Open, Masters, and the PGA Championship, right? Those are the I, four? That sound, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, well, that's what we go for on the show. Sounds about right. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Good enough, right? <laughs> um, so, George, we got a segment uh, lined up ready to go for you, which uh, one that we have <clears throat> every time that we uh, have a guest on. It's called Grill the Guest. I made All the right. questions last week. Okay. It was Sam uh, versus Josh, and I think this week it's going to be uh, versus me because I think no, Sam ended no up. There's oh, no there's verse. no verse? Okay, good. Ooh, that's not how it is. That's not how it is. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Right. You, can, um, you can chime in on um, four of these. Okay, yeah, because I don't know, I don't know what question Sam has made, so I don't know. I didn't know if it was going to be a verse or just a solo thing. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sam, uh, floor is yours, dude. All right, <clears throat> George Hughes. Yes, sir. We're getting to the end of 2019. Yes, we are. What was your favorite moment from this year? Oh wow! Oh, that is that is a question, isn't it? Man, I don't even Sam. Why you why you got to hit me that one <laughs> like that out of nowhere, man? This That's is one of the easiest ones. Is it? Jason, oh, do you got geez, an answer? Man. Favorite moment uh, of 2019. Oh, wait, wait, let me guess. Um, uh, I, I got my job at Fitness MD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't knock it. Don't, that's don't that would have been hate. it, man. Like, oh, that would have been, been, yes. <laughs> been it, dude. Like, you don't did, hate. Absolutely, dude. That's, it's a, that was a dream job for me. What uh, about um, graduating from Buke? Was that this year? No, that was the very end of last Good year. Good God, right? no. That was the very end. It was like December 20th. It was like it was December 30th or something. Dude, it's going to be two years next month. <laughs> dude, um, man, moment of the year. Um, okay, to be honest, I, I, I kind of just want to get on to the next one because uh, I probably can't give a great answer for this one. But uh, 
I'm I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying. Just Trust the first me, one trying, pops in your head. The first one pops in my head. You know, we talked about that 76. That that was pretty big for me. Break breaking 80. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's golf. Yeah, there we go. Kind of lame, but but uh, okay, yeah, sports related. It was for sure that. Um, but oh, yeah, it doesn't you, have to be sports related. I know, I know it doesn't, okay. but <laughs> you'll have to come back to me if I keep thinking about it because okay. I'm sure I could get you a better answer than that. But anyway, okay. and it is today we're recording this. Mm-hmm. December sixteenth. We're coming up yeah. on that that merry jolly time. Yes, we are. Looking back on your life, what has been your favorite Christmas present to receive and Ooh. give? Wow, um, dude, you're testing my memory right now. I know, I know you are. I know. Guy, I don't. Bl- I don't blame you. But uh, shoot, man, the old uh, the old noggin's really struggling right now. Jason, you got one. <laughs> Uh, favorite favorite gift to get um, to get and if you have one that you're really proud of uh, giving, then you can I guess that one too. I guess technically, uh, my dog was a Christmas present. Um, Christmas? Christmas? Yeah, we got him Christmas, uh, like a couple weeks before Christmas, and he was kind of a Christmas present. Um, so I, I'd have to say that my mom for... gifted uh, a lady Nymeria to me and my brother one Christmas. Oh, there you go. There you go. Getting if you get a pet for Christmas and it ends up being like a semi decent pet, then it's like what's a bad pet? Can you have a bad pet? I'm sure you could have you could have a dog or a cat that just hates you. No. Oh, they're around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, my favorite my favorite receiving gift um, was I, I'm gonna have to go with uh, my PlayStation Three. It was it was the first. Uh, the first kind of big generation console that Your I got, it was, like, it was yeah. like brand new. Yeah, actually, you know, I still got it. Still got it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's still going strong. Um, but that was that was really exciting. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was like brand new at the time, and um, and yeah, I played all the new games on it and stuff like that. So that was great. It lasted me a while. You know, my um, um, my Xbox One that I have, I was just walking through uh, Costco. Shout out Costco with <laughs> with my mom, and I was like. Oh wow, the the Xbox Ones are pretty low prices, and she was looking at it, and she was like, "Oh, they are. Why don't you pick one up?" And I was like, "Wait, what? What?" I was like, "Yeah, they, that's, those are like thirty dollars less than the ones that I already got you." I was like, "What the mom? <laughs> Where, where's the element of surprise?" Dude, I was walking through Best Buy on um, Black Friday actually, and uh, the the Xbox Ones were going for super cheap, and so the PS4. It's just because I mean, I guess the because uh, the new. The new generation consoles came out. The uh, Xbox, I think it's the Xbox X or something like that, Xbox and then the PS, the PS Five or something like that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that kind of makes sense why they'd be cheap. Yeah, go Xbox. Okay. Wow, <laughs> you one of those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so George, you are sitting. Um, do you have a favorite place to go to lunch in LA? Oh, oh, um, I really. That's a good like... question. Oh, this isn't even lunch. part of the question. Okay, well, I really <laughs> like it's not it's not even like um, specific to LA. I don't think like it's a chain, but uh, there's a really good place called Kava. Um, okay, and then there's also a really good uh, ramen place called Tatsu that I actually went to for the first time the other night. It's always super busy. There's always like an hour long wait, like all the time. But what I ended was... up going like super late one night, and there was no line, so that was super good. What was the first one? Kava. Uh, Kava, C-A-V-A. Okay. Yeah. So, you get one person in the whole world you want to meet you at Kava for lunch. Oh. Who would that be? 
Oh man. Um Yeah, these are good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you guys know Gary V? No. Dude, you guys don't know Gary V? Oh my gosh, he's like I think his last name is uh Vanderchuk or something like that. He's like this uh business entrepreneur does the, all these like motivational oh. talks and speeches and stuff and he's like a probably a, coming up on being a like a billionaire or something like that something crazy he just he just has like such a good mindset and like i would love to have a sit down talk with him he always did these like podcasts and ted talk type things and uh motivational stuff and content creation online and stuff but it'd be cool to have a one-on-one with him so i, I would say him jason you got one well, I guess I this you sort of asked this, me this question a couple of weeks ago when we, when we were talking about like who would be the one celebrity we want to hang out with. Mm. Um, yeah, sort of. Um, so I get I guess just to stay true to form, like the one guy who I've been following for like ten fifteen years, who I just based on his his military background and everything that he's done and just his outlook on life, like I would love to just sit down and talk with, with Bear Grylls. Like I, I love, I love the way he looks at life and uh, the stories that he's got to, he's probably has to tell. And I just, he, he seems like such a, such a positive person to be around. And I think it'd be uh, really fun to, to sort of pick his brain um, on life in the military. So yeah, a hundred percent. Where, where are you going to lunch? Chondo's? Chondo's not, dude. You know where I'm going. Down, <laughs> downtown. Jason swears by Chondo's. Dude, if you're if you're with Bear Grylls, you got to go shoot 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 something fresh, kill something right, fresh, exactly. man. Right, exactly. Like we're gonna go hunt a deer. Survival. Just, yeah, you got to trap exactly. something. Exactly. One hundred percent. All right. Sure. Next one. Would you rather be stranded on a boat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean or stranded in space while in a space shuttle? I gotta go uh, middle of the ocean. Because I, I think that'd be a, a, a more legitimate chance of survival. And that's my main objective. No, you're dying either way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. got to be real over here. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. Like you, um, are, you are, let's just say you're somewhere near Amelia Earhart in her last location. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, then I got to go space, man. I got to go space. I've never, ne- never been there. I've been in the Pacific Ocean. It's kind of cool, but <laughs> never been to space. So uh, yeah. Might as well just check it off the bucket list. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, got to go out with a bang, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going Jason? space on that one. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to go with space as well. Just be able to uh, just be there. <laughs> and this, this is going to be a, a, a building off that last question. Because of your sure death, who's the last person <laughs> you're calling? Oh God! <laughs> oh man! Um, gotta be, gotta be my mom. Gotta be my mom. Gotta be yeah, the mom for sure. If I mean, if if it's kind of like a, a mom on speakerphone with my dad type thing, then nope, that would nope, be a great. That's not how I Sam mean, does his questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I kind of assumed so by the twist in the last one, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm uh, call my mom. Jason, can I assume it's the same? Yeah, it's the same. Same. So, so would you guys be okay with dying knowing that your dad's gonna be so <laughs> sad that you didn't hey, call Sam, you gave me an ultimatum, and I, and I you know, I got had to pick one. I'm here's, to end here's, out here. Here's the thing, though. Like, I think knowing my dad, he would just like he would understand. Yeah, oh, yeah. your dad For is sure. very realistic. Yeah. Logical. All right. Yeah. Would you rather have to eat a full meal of different species penises? Or spend okay. two hours trapped within a box full of bugs and snakes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, <laughs> this is a good one, Sam. Wow, wow. Okay. 
Wait, Jason, what were you about to say? I was just like, that was a total yeah, turn. That in, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Um. Oh wow. I can't bug about. Wait, how did you say a box or a room? A box. Oh, like a. You coffin. want me to get the dimension like a, of the box? Like, like uh, a coffin. You ever see that that old Doritos commercial? Yeah, the coffin where he's like. Were you gonna say the in... Doritos time machine commercial? No, not that one. Oh. The one where uh, that's a small box. That's where I went to. That's a small box. Fakes his death and he's in the coffin full of Doritos <laughs> with a TV in there. That's how big it is. Except you... it's bugs and snakes. Yeah, yeah, and you're you're tied. I'm tied. Oh, that's even worse. Um, I thought it'd be worse. <laughs> dude i i think i think i'm legitimately gonna go with the how are the uh the penises roll <laughs> <laughs> they are as healthy as they could be as healthy as in like yeah raw <laughs> like you you just cut them off well no no, no. like like i'm guarantee oh, it's healthy get sick oh them, is what i'm saying like they're up to code <laughs> so, so but they're, they they're... are they're, they're cooked to the point of of being like not. How about, how about this? They're boiled. <laughs> they're boiled. <laughs> going off of last week. So, dude, I'm I'm going in the box. Put me in the box. Yeah, I'm going in the box, dude. <laughs> Put wow, me in the box, I, dude. I definitely do the penises. <laughs> All right, and just for a little conclusion, thank you oh, wow. so much, George, for coming on. What's yes, to, great. to come for George Hughes in 2020? Oh, what's to come? Um, I really like. I mean, it's a cliche, but I really want to clamp down on my diet. I've uh, I've been um, kind of fluctuating. Um, there's been ups and downs recently. Unhealthy, healthy, losing weight, stuff like that. So I kind of want to get more consistent with that. Start getting back to the gym. Hopefully, the shoulder heals up. Um, so definitely, diet is something I really want to focus on. Well, I do um, know a personal trainer. Oh, uh, if I've ever needed one, Jason, right. I'll let you know, man. Um, and uh, let's see, and then just trying to just trying to get myself set for um, post undergrad, I guess, getting myself ready for the real world, which is kind of scary. But this is this is the year that things start getting pretty serious. So, any uh, so, internships uh, coming up for you? Yeah, I got one coming up next quarter. Um, it's it's low key, but it's my first one in like kind of a legitimate legal setting. So that's that's good. That's a big hey, first for me. It's a, I mean, experience. It's, ex- that's exactly. Huge. That's what I'm saying. Experience is experience. So um, yeah, it's it's low key, but it's something. And then um, definitely looking to branch out outwards from that. So so yeah, that that's a good start. Jason, anything for you? Just working at Fitness MD every day. <laughs> Uh, well, bro, I just, I told you, I just enrolled in the $1,000, uh, National Academy of Sports Medicine. It cost you $1,000 to do that? Yeah, dude. Big and time. you're studying for six hours? Big moves, dude. That was a six-hour study today, yeah. There's a Why lot. Why have to pay for that? Grind. Because, dude, it's like the most highly respected, uh, certification. And you're going into... You're going in the, when you're trying to become a physical therapist, you need all the knowledge you can get, and that's the best place to go. And when you're a personal trainer, having that cert uh, helps a ton. Couldn't you just go to like Wikipedia or something? <laughs> you could go to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. um, what's your uh, What's your uh, suggestions for this? Well, according to my expert opinion, well, it will be after <laughs> the course is over. Um, but uh, George, one last thing we got for you. We do this every time we have a guest. We'll end the show. Uh, we'll end the show on a high note. I told you we were going to do this. Every time we have a guest, we do our guest picks. Um, oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. the uh, for the upcoming week. So uh, we didn't we'll do that with Josh. 
Uh, that's because his was catered towards the NBA, and we filmed it on a Saturday. I think we've been literally on Friday. only done that with like two guests. Yeah, well, we've only had like four, so it's like, <laughs> so we're like fifty-fifty. We try to, we try. Okay, fine. I'll redact, I'll redact that statement. We do it with um, everybody that we can. How about that? Mm-hmm. Um, we do so, it with only people we like. Ooh, T. True. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll go through this kind of quickly. Uh, Sam. Uh, well, just anybody who listened to the show last week, uh, I beat Sam last week four to one. So the record is now eight to six. I'm up. Um, so we're heading into week 16. So we got two. We got three Saturday games, actually. Uh, first one is the uh, Texans and the Buccaneers. I got the Texans um, and Buccaneers are at home. Sam. The the Texans. George. Yeah, I got Texans as well. All right. So let me write this down just to make sure I don't uh, I don't screw this up. OK, so the Patriots are at home against the Bills. The, the Pats. Yeah, I got Pats yeah. too. Pats. All right, so <laughs> Niners are at home against the Rams. Niners just dropped one of the Falcons. Yeah, they're winning. They're taking it out on the L.A. team. I think they are too. Yep, I agree. <laughs> cool, 3-3. Three to three. It's making it really easy. Yep. Jets are at home against the Steelers. I got the Steelers coming to New York. Stealing one. I got Steelers. J-E-T-S. Oh, Jets, Jets, Jets. Okay. Go, All right, there we go. Jets. Sam's got the Jets. Sam's got a history of making stupid picks. So. <laughs> um, like a last week. I know. Pick the stupid friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Titans are at home against the uh, New Orleans Saints. Ooh, um, I got to go. I'm going to go Saints. 100%. Big Drew Brees. Yep. Just uh, wait. What did he get today? Like most um, passing touchdowns. All-time touchdown record. Most passing touchdowns. Yeah, that was yes, pretty crazy. Sir. He's gonna ride that wave for sure. Do you, do you like the um, the animations that Monday Night Football is doing with like the digital players and stuff? Do you know yeah, what I'm it's... talking about during the graphics and stuff? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think it's really weird. Oh, I like. I just like the variety. Honestly, it's weird. It's like mannequins just walking around you know like they're just faceless bodies with numbers on them well right now we're pickless from you so what you got <laughs> the that team in the big easy all righty um so we're even there so we got the colts and the panthers colts are at home Ooh. it's game. not a great game i'm gonna take the colts just because they're at home <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go colts as well i'm gonna pick uh carolina what's the panthers record this year Five and nine. Holy Sam, bad. you know they're you know who they're rolling out as a starter this week, right? Is it Kyle Allen? No, Will Greer is gonna start. Oh, then they're definitely gonna win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All righty then. That was pride right there. All righty then. Uh Browns are at home against the Ravens. I think we're all probably saying <laughs> that one. Yeah. Let's go, Browns, baby. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, no, I'm not serious. Okay, I was going to say. Come on, man. I was going to say. Well, hey, I'm just saying, like, I have a co-host who makes some ridiculous picks, so I got to make sure. All right, all right. I got to right. make sure. <laughs> Sam, you're not going out on the loop, right? Yeah, it's going to be Baltimore. Okay. Dolphins are at home against the Bengals. That's a disgusting game. Yeah, Dolphins got to go Dolphins. I don't know. Yeah, my <laughs> second win of the year against the Dolphins, <laughs> bro. <laughs> like I kind of want to. Like <laughs> they still keep the first seat at the number one pick, which would be kind of 
kind of yeah, nice. but they're not they're not playing for anything at this point, right? I mean, are, neither for the Dolphins jobs. really. But well, I'll go. Yeah, the Dolphins are at home. Whatever. Dolphins, fine. come on. Whatever. Okay, so Falcons are at home against the Jaguars. I got the Falcons. Yeah, Falcons. Who the Jaguars just beat? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Falcons. All righty. Uh, Redskins are at home against the Giants. New York. Ooh. Yeah, I got New York too. Yeah, I'm going to go New York. All right. Uh, Chargers are at home or <laughs> sort of at home against the Raiders. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Be a lot of I got to go with I gotta go with Chargers. A hundred percent. I knew. And I got to go with the Raiders. So <laughs> good luck to you. Yeah, that, good that's, luck our to only, you. that's our only difference so far. Right. <laughs> Jeez, man. Uh, that's going to be a sad uh, game. <laughs> oh, my God. For both teams, too. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with Oakland. Yeah. No, Sam. Bring it in. You, one right. team has Philip Rivers quarterback quarterbacking it, the other doesn't. Wow, that's a big statement right that's there. That's true. That's true. He, he can pull one out. He's gonna pull one out. Watch, just watch. You've been saying that all year, haven't you, George? <laughs> <laughs> I have. Hey, I said it last year too, and it, it kind of went our way. <laughs> um. So we got we got five games left. Broncos are home against the Lions. Denver. I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the Lions get it done in Denver. Oh my gosh! It's uh, I'm gonna go Denver. Lions and Denver and Denver. Alrighty, uh, Seahawks are at home against the Cardinals. Battle of the Birds. Seahawks. Yeah. Seattle. All right, Eagles are at home against the Cowboys. What a game that is going to be. Yeah, Dallas going to blow them out. What? It's tough. No. Philly's damn near trash. They are, but Philly is desperate right now, and sometimes desperation can pull through. I want to – like, this is a head Can you name a receiver they have playing right now? Uh, Alshon Jeffrey. He is injured. Well, he's still (laughs) on the team. (laughs) I'm going to go Eagles. Uh, the Cowboys team from the Cowboys team from last week would destroy the Eagles, but I don't know if that's the team that's going to show up. So just because of the home team, I'll go Eagles. That's a gift. <laughs> watch, watch me lose. Uh, George went Eagles as well. Um, so we got the Eagles and Sam went the Cowboys. Um, so Bears are at home against the Chiefs. KC. Yeah, Chiefs. Yeah. And then uh, Monday night game, Vikings are at home against the Packers. Vikings have Ooh. not lost this season at home. Wow. What's I mean, Packers are pretty decent too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Packers that's, are, that's, that's, that's the game of the week right there. That's Packers the are uh, are ten and three right now. Eleven. I mean I'm sorry, eleven and three and the Vikings are ten and four. Um, it's oh, pretty much wow. a battle for the division at that point. Yeah, that's that's a that's a tough one right there. Um, Vikings, go Vikings! He's gonna take the home team. Yes, is Adam Thielen back? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not gonna bet. Uh, I'm not gonna bet against uh, Rodgers. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Packers. Rodgers. Yeah, I'm feeling this bad. I'm going to take Minnesota. Minnesota Ooh, at home. Wow. 
Minnesota at home. Um, dun, 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 dun. Uh, Sam, you and I are good. We're different on five games. Um, so there you go. Uh, those will be the picks. George, we'll shoot you a text next week, let you know if you uh, won. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. Or right. actually, how about you just tune in? How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do either way. Either way. We'll see. Uh, all right, George. Well, uh, Sam and I are going to do the uh, back half of the show. Uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on. It was, Bro, that was uh, awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It yeah, was a thank, lot of thank fun. You, thank you so much for having me. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Keep it keep up the great work, guys. I really, uh, really um, support what you guys are doing. I think it's a great way to get yourselves out there and have a lot of fun. And uh, I wish you guys the best of success with it in the future. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Oh, and uh, Sam, by the way, George has listened to a couple of the episodes. So unlike some of our guests, no who just way. totally blew us off. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, absolutely. To my heart. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, good luck with the rest of the podcast. All and, right. Uh, thank you for having me. All right, Thanks, man. George. Have a have a great rest of the night, dude. Yeah, you guys too. See ya. See, see ya. All right, Sam. Oh, now that he's gone. I know, now that he's gone. Like, <laughs> let's just talk so much crap about George. No, that was a lot of fun. I'm glad we did that. Uh, George was uh, George was a great guest to have on. We hope you guys enjoyed that. It's some uh, some different. Um, never done that before, not in that fashion. Uh, but we're going to try to feature uh, more people from Roseville, sort of the Wood Creek area, um, uh, Sacramento, and just kind of highlight uh, some people that we went to we went to school with because we went to school with uh, uh, some great people who are doing some yeah, really great, great people. Yeah, who are doing some really great stuff, um, and uh, it's going to be fun over the next. Uh, next couple of months just to touch base with a lot of people and see, uh, see how they're doing. Um, <clears throat> so if you guys tuned in just to uh, listen to George, uh, he's gone. So now you're stuck with us. Um, yeah, just turn it off right now. Just yeah. go over there, press that pause button. We know. After you, we know. After you press the follow button. Yes, then, that's um... true. <laughs> like, rate, subscribe. Tell us how great we are or uh, mediocre at some uh, point. Donate. Everything. <laughs> I wish <laughs> we had a donate button. We yeah we're not there yet we're not there yet um so let's uh let's get into week fifteen let's get into some storylines of week fifteen in the NFL season uh we only got uh got about forty five minutes to do uh to do a show pretty much so uh, let's knock this out right. um we'll give you guys uh, we'll give you guys score updates on uh, week uh, week fifteen and then we'll dive into some storylines do it, do it. Do it. I, so okay <laughs> so the Ravens the Ravens uh, pummeled the Jets 42-21. Packers beat the Bears 21-13. Seahawks uh, avoided upset 30-24 to over the Panthers. Patriots started off really slow but rallied uh, towards midway of the game 34-13 over the Bengals. Texans uh, avoided an upset. Well, would it have been an upset? That's going to be a game we need to talk about uh, against the Titans. On the road, 24-21. Giants, Eli Manning's uh, potential send-off. Uh, Giants beat the Dolphins 36-20. Chiefs thumped the Broncos 23-3. Eagles beat the Redskins 37-27. Buccaneers, Jameis Winston continues to do some weird things uh, as a quarterback. 458 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. He always seemed to get an interception with Jameis, but always seemed to get over 400 yards too. Um, So Buccaneers beat the Lions 38-17. Cardinals beat the Browns 38-24. Vikings beat the Chargers 39-10. Jaguars beat the Raiders 20-16. Cowboys beat the Rams 44-21. to There's the Cowboys that everybody had been waiting for this entire season. They finally showed up. Falcons on a last-second touchdown beat the 49ers 29-22. The Bills wait, wait, wait. beat the – You just brushed past the Raiders, but you don't brush past the Niners? Well, I don't care about the Niners. 
I do. Okay, fine. Um, the the Falcons beat the 49ers 29-22. The Bills, the Bills beat the Steelers seventeen to ten in a Paul Ford game. game, and oh. then and then thirty four to seven Saints beat the Colts. Drew Brees set the NFL touchdown record, and he also set the single game completion record at ninety six point seven percent. So what did a you, night! Um, did you watch that game? Of course I did. Did you, how did the Colts score late? Uh, they were. It was just. Uh, <laughs> that's that's funny because that's the one part of the game that I actually didn't see because I came upstairs to prepare for the show. I left with about uh, like ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. So, so they, they drove in garbage time. Pretty much. I, yeah, it was a garbage time touchdown. So um, we have a friend who I hope is listening in our fantasy league. That oh. is a Colts fan. And I put that in quotations because he recently discarded his fandom for the team because they oh. were trash. Oh, wow. And they ended up getting him in the ass tonight. Yeah. Because he had the Saints defense, and that garbage time score made it so he lost oh. in fantasy by <laughs> .04. I saw that actually on our league. I saw how close, what it was like 150.44 to like 150.40. So his team came back, the Colts, in garbage time against the Saints, lost to one of my friends, his fantasy matchup. Wow. That's and rough. that's really it about that game. And Drew Brees padded my victory <laughs> this week because uh, I had Drew Brees. Um, so that was all good. Um, so some storylines coming out of this week. Um, not a ton. Uh, what, uh, I feel like it was a week where a lot of stuff that we expected to happen uh, it happened. Like, I don't feel like there were any real surprise games. Um, we could talk about that Raiders game if you guys want, cause there was, there was a really, really bad, uh, uh, I don't know if you got to watch the game, Sam, but there was a crucial, a uh, missed call by the referees that the NFL actually apologized to the Raiders for because it did um, – you can't say it completely changed the outcome of the game, but had the call been made, uh, the game probably would have uh, – probably wouldn't have ended the way that it did. Um, Has officiating been particularly bad this year? Uh, it's, it seems like it's something every week. Do you know what happened? No, I, I didn't tune in. Or cared about the Raiders versus Jacksonville game. I'm really sorry. I don't. I don't really. I don't blame you. Um, so basically, what had happened was the Raiders. The Raiders had the lead, um, and uh, it was there was two minutes left. Um, uh, what ended up happening was the Raiders had the lead. There were, like I said, there were about two minutes left. It was like two ten left, um, and uh, it was uh, sixteen to thirteen. Raiders had the ball. They were driving, uh, and they were in Jacksonville territory Derek Carr had rolled out to the right um and he uh he slid he slid out of bounds to get uh to get a first down uh and he slid he slid, slid in bounds yeah he slid inbounds so his knee Feet was first yeah his knee was inside uh it's not like he ran out of bounds to stop the clock he slid inbounds so okay. time time should have kept going um and uh, because what he was trying to do was let the was slide inbounds to let the clock run out to the two minute warning, but the referee <clears throat> signaled that uh, he was out of bounds. Even though you look at the replay, his whole entire body 
is completely inbounds. So what ended up happening was the clock stopped at two minutes and six seconds instead of running um, out <clears throat> instead of running uh, to the two minute warning, which allowed the Raiders to run one more play before the two minute warning, which then gave Jacksonville a chance to use their one timeout. Um, the next play to make it third down, and the Raiders really couldn't run as like almost any time off the clock. Had had they made the correct call, the Raiders would able would have been able to run the clock probably down to less than a minute, maybe fifty seconds, um, and then uh, and then kick a field goal. Uh, had that had the correct call been made, but because it did, because the correct call wasn't made, um, the Raiders stopped, and I mean what ended up happening happened. So they missed. Um, a huge, huge call. Like I said, I'm not going to say it affected the outcome of the game because they still had to play the other two minutes of the game. But it, uh, it, it was it was a blatant missed call that the NFL actually apologized to the Raiders for. Um, so that that was a bit of a bummer. Um, and then uh, and then after the game, uh, uh, freaking Mark Davis was asked like. I didn't hear the interview, but I had heard stuff coming out of the interview. Was asked like if he felt bad about the Raiders sort of uh, leaving and like leaving Oakland, and he said no. <laughs> he said no to the entire fan base. He was like, "No, we pretty much went through this last year. I don't, I don't really feel bad." And it was like, "Well, you, you're not gonna like just even fake it for the Raider fans. <laughs> like, you're just gonna say no. Nah, screw you guys. We're out." <laughs> It was it was just a, it was a bad it was a bad Sunday all around for the Raiders. I'm sorry, man. It was a bad Sunday. It was it was a tough one to lose. I, my 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 dad after the game was like, you know what? I don't normally do this often, but uh, I'm I'm taking my I'm taking my uh, my Raider shirt off <laughs> after that game. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. He normally keeps it on the rest of the day. I normally keep mine on the rest of the day. He's like, no, nah, I'm just I'm taking it off. Um, and I took mine off too. I was I was disappointed. I was disappointed. I was um, disappointed. So now we're now I'm turning my hopes to the uh, to Drew Brees, and I'm hoping he can get another Super Bowl before he leaves. Favorite quarterback of all time. I've never been a Saints fan. I've always been a Drew Brees fan. I've said that a hundred thousand times. Um, so I don't know. What do you think about this week? I, like I said, I feel like everything that that he sort of expected to happen kind of happened. I don't think there were a lot of surprises. Yeah, not really. Uh, Except I mean, for I, that um, Atlanta game. Yeah, the so what are you, so did you end up watching that game? Like I, like I said, I just caught the end of it. It's so weird how um how last week you could they could go from playing a better New Orleans Saints team and putting up as many points as they did and then you know pretty much getting I mean getting like just they got shut out in the first quarter and then only scored three points uh, in the third quarter and only nine in the fourth. Like, the 49ers offense was not clicking against an Atlanta defense, which is no. nowhere near as good as the Saints. It's so, it's so weird when, when stuff like that happens. I think they were just – it was – obviously they were mo- more motivated to play New Orleans because that was a battle for first place in the mm-hmm. NFC. And listening to Kyle Shanahan – coming into the game this was a big game for him because this was his old team that he was the offensive coordinator for back when they uh went to the super bowl he was the oc back then and he knew that that whole coaching staff was still mostly there and matt ryan was still there and some of the players were all still there so he knew that they would want to get back at him and get up for that game so he tried to caution his players but i think 
the Niners are a pretty young team. I think their average age is like mid twenties, and it was pretty evident how they do, they couldn't handle business on that Sunday. Yeah, which it yeah. just sucks because it like they can still get the first seed, and it's yeah, it's all up to that Seattle game. But it would have been nice to have the luxury of maybe losing to the Rams. I I'd rather have that as a possibility than now they have to beat LA and then have to beat Seattle and then go into the playoffs. You know, it's just mentally straining. And I think that's also a thing that could have been in play. They had just gone to playing Green Bay, Baltimore, and New Orleans. Like they those are big get up games and then oh Atlanta, like they're bad. We can we can just stroll in here, get up by twenty and we're good. But it, and it wasn't the case. The Falcons have been, and I know it's kind of a duh thing to say because it's Matt Ryan, but the Falcons have been so different since Matt Ryan has come back. Um, just in terms of how many points they've been putting up, how confident they look um, uh, on offense, their defense has been playing better. Um, for a team that started off as poor as they did, they've been playing really well as of recent. And if they're playing, I, I don't know what the Falcons. Let me check. So the Falcons aren't playing playoff spoiler for anybody because they're playing the Jaguars and the Buccaneers next. I was going to say, if the Falcons are playing any team who's looking to get a playoff uh, spot, then they'd be a team to watch out for because they have been playing uh, drastically better um, over the past couple uh, over the past couple weeks. And it's directly due to Matt Ryan being there um, for sure. <clears throat> um, another letdown for the Browns. Cardinals destroyed the Browns. It wasn't even kind of close. Yeah, so the Browns are done, right? No playoffs this year? No, the Browns are they're done. They're done. Okay. I think it's going to end up being the Bills and the Steelers. Unless, unless Houston um, – because here's the thing. The, aren't the Titans tied with Pittsburgh? Actually, you know what? I think the Texans may have, actually, may have squeaked in, actually, now that, they're, uh, now that they, they won that game. Yeah. Um, let me check real quick because the Texans have a better uh, have a better record now. So I believe actually the Texans squeaked in. Yeah, the Texans are the division leader, and then the Tennessee is tied with Pittsburgh. Yeah. So where is the? Yeah, here we go. So um, yeah. So currently, right now, yeah, the Texans are in, the Bills are in, uh, the Steelers are in, um, and then in the hunt is the Tykeen. The Titans, what the heck? <laughs> the Titans, the Browns, and the Raiders. The Browns or the Raiders are not going to catch the Titans. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think it's so. It's really going to end up being between the uh, the Steelers and the Titans because the Bills are ten and four, um, and the Steelers are eight and six. So I think the Bills are pretty much set. Um, they uh, they clinched, um, they clinched a playoff first. So it's really just a matter of. Um, Who's going to get the division lead for the Texans uh, and the Titans, and if the Steelers um, are going to stay in? I I bet you. You think the Titans are going to get it, or do you think the Steelers are going to? I catch was just about spot? to ask. Could you um, read off the remaining two games? Because I know the Steelers still have to play Baltimore, but that is Week Seventeen, so we don't know if Baltimore will be playing their starters. Then the Steelers Which... have to play the Jets next. Um, and then the Titans, dun, 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 wherever they are, uh, the Titans are right here. The Titans have to play the Saints and Oof. the Texans. So that Texans game. Wait, they have to play. They played the Texans 
two to the last three games. Yeah. That is so weird for a division. Yeah. So the Texans have some tough uh, – have two really tough games. And not only that, but they're in Houston. Mm. I could see but that game could be different because Houston could be sitting guys too. If they've clinched. Because if – so if the Texans beat the Buccaneers and the Titans lose next week, then I think that means Houston would clinch because that would put Houston – at two games ten and, up, right? Yeah, two games up. So I think that means they clinch. Yeah. So it's really going to be between the Steelers and the Titans. I think this, you have to give it to Pittsburgh, which is so crazy. To say after everything they've gone through? They're on their third string quarterback. Yeah. Duck Hodges. Duck Hodges. <laughs> Duck Hodges. And, it's, uh, and I guess... But they could – I don't think they're going to. They could lose that Jets game. They could. The Jets are at home. They're not a They're not a great team, but they're not a slump team either. Yeah, I'd have to say the Steelers too. Just because, just because the, the Texans are much harder. But if the uh, – if, the, the, if Pittsburgh loses that Jets game, then it's going to make things really interesting for that last week. Um so the AFC is not completely set. Um, but I feel like for the most part, the NFC is pretty much set with who's going to be in it. It's just going to be a matter of where everybody finishes. Um, the only thing up for question is going to be the Eagles and the Cowboys um, for the division lead. But uh, everything else is pretty much set with the Seahawks, Packers, Saints, 49ers, Vikings. They're all going to be there. It's just going to be the order in which um, everybody lies right now. It's uh, Seahawks at one, Packers at two, Saints at three, Cowboys at four, 49ers at five, and Vikings um, at six, which means that the Vikings would have to go to Dallas right now. The 11-win 49ers would go to the seven-win 49 I mean, seven-win Cowboys. That's so dumb. That would be an interesting game, too. I, but I think we'd all have the utmost confidence that the Niners would go in there and take Not care of business. the Niners so. that showed up yesterday. So, as a fan, say that game happens tomorrow. Are you are you truly worried? I mean, what have you? I'm worried. It's a playoff scenario, so there's always that in the back of your head. Oh man, like the Niners could lose this and they're out of the playoffs. Like that's that's the reality of the situation, but. 100%. It's between either them or the – it's either between playing Dallas in Dallas or playing New Orleans in New Orleans. I would much rather play Dallas in Dallas. No doubt in my mind. I think mm-hmm. it is – it's crazy that I think New Orleans – if the Niners are not the best team in the NFC, it's New Orleans. And if New Orleans is then the yeah. third seed with Green Bay and Seattle getting home field and a bye, that is just nuts to me that the NFC would be played mm-hmm. like that. You give the Niners and the Saints not the most ideal way to the Super Bowl, and I think they'd still end up meeting the NFC Championship game anyway. It's funny, too, because we look at the potential. Like, I, It's hard to think that the Ravens are going to lose right now. Of course, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. But let's just assume for a second that the Ravens make it to the Super Bowl. Let's just say they keep running through everybody. They make it to the Super Bowl. You have... Three teams 
who legitimately could pro- I don't I don't know what the right word is beat or go toe to toe with the Ravens in terms of matchups between the 49ers, Saints and Seahawks out of those three teams to play the Ravens who do you think's got the best shot? I know the 49ers have already played the Ravens yeah. now but but we both kind of admitted that that was kind of a a fluke game just because of the weather. Um and yeah, it wasn't the that that because of the weather and how crazy crazy rainy it was and muddy that field was, you can't really take that game. It's not going to be like that in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it won't. They're going to it's going to be a controlled controlled weather in in a dome. So and it's Baltimore like Baltimore already beat Seattle. Yes. I would on it. Oof. That's tough. So out of those three teams, who would you get the best shot? Because I don't think the Packers – well, you could throw the Packers in there. But I think out of the four teams, the 49ers, Saints, the Packers, and Seahawks, the Packers are at the bottom of that list. Yes. Right. So who would you pick? Who would you have the most confidence the to most beat the Ravens? confidence? Um, this is tough because recency bias, I want to say New Orleans just because of how easy it looked for them to beat Indianapolis – but Indianapolis is not a good team. No. Which is, is tough. And then the Niners beat New Orleans, but that was such a close game that either of those teams on a given day could be better than the other. And that game probably – I think if the Saints get the ball back with a minute left, they probably well, go down and score. Like, that just came up to – what it could have about anything. But, like – Exactly. It was just – that game came down to who had the ball last pretty much. Man. I will. I would say the Niners would be the most likely team to beat Baltimore because they would have the opportunity to have a second look at what they did wrong and prepare for Lamar again. No, uh-huh. I mean Seattle has that opportunity, but Seattle was just crushed by Baltimore the first time. Yeah. So I don't think that translates as much as the Niners. I think that defense has confidence that they stopped Lamar given the weather, what have you, that defense has confidence and that defense hasn't played very well as of late, but um, I'd say the Niners. I think, I think I would lean with you towards the Niners, but only by a hair. And I think the, the reason why would be exactly what you said. They've seen the Ravens before. So they, they'd have a chance to, to go round two with the Ravens and look back and see what they yeah. did wrong. The thing, the thing about the saints though, is that out of the, out of the three offenses with the 49ers, the saints and the Seahawks, I feel like if it, if it gets into a gets, and it's such a weird thing to say because the 49ers just went, uh, you know, 48 to 46 with the Saints. But they, they're not as um, consistent as New Orleans is. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not a. I feel like that was a sort of a one-off for the for the 49ers. That's not what they want. Oh gosh, to do, no. and that's not how they. <laughs> yeah, that's not how they've been. Yeah, that's not how they they want to control the ball for 36 minutes of the game, have it be 24 to three, and just walk off and leave. Um, so I feel like in terms of offenses, for the Ravens being as explosive as they are and being able to put up points the way they do, I feel like if it turns into a scoring bout. The Saints are going to have the best advantage for trying to keep pace with the Ravens. The Saints also have a good defense as well. Yeah, they have yeah, a linebacker. Yeah. They have a linebacker whose name I'm blanking on right now. Who's one of the fastest linebackers I have seen Sit ever down. laterally? 
I cannot Something remember Mario. his name. He Gosh, let me let me find it real quick. What was his name? What was his name? Oh, Demario Davis. Demario. De my bad. That yeah, Demario Davis. What yeah, that's all good. I didn't know it. I didn't know it either. I forgot the duh. <laughs> um, front. Yeah. Uh the D is <laughs> uh, um, Demario Davis uh is so quick laterally um as a linebacker. He'd be an interesting watch to see if if they played him if he would spy uh Lamar. Nobody's gonna you catch can't, him. You but... can't spy Lamar. Cause then he's he's I just mean, gonna I don't know what you're gonna do. Up the middle. Right. It, right. So that's the thing. Like if like I said, if it turns into a scoring bout, I have more confidence in New Orleans to go toe to toe with that. But the only reason I think I would agree with you in giving the 49ers that edge is just because they've seen yeah. him. And that that's a huge thing, having, having a chance to have seen your team uh, that it's you're going huge. up against. I mean, I can't tell you – I know this is – I'm about to compare volleyball to professional football, but bear with me here. We played <laughs> – one of our rivals was the was Whitney High School. We played them probably like eight or nine times in my whole high school career. By the – Ninth time in the section championship game, we knew exactly what they were going to do, what player was going to do what, blah, blah, blah. We didn't have to practice for them specifically or prepare for It was just like, he's going to do this. He's going to do this. The, you know, like every little thing that they do, you don't, you can't tell me that these DBs won't know what the receivers will be doing, what Lamar is doing, what Mark Ingram's doing, what Mark Andrews is doing. Like they will pick up on the little things because they have seen what these guys actually do. And of course it's going to be different because that's Baltimore's job is to switch it up, but it gives that little bit more of preparedness and readiness for San Francisco to try to stop Baltimore. And I think San Francisco's offense is going to be much improved the next time they play. Cause we didn't even get to mm-hmm. see, I think that weather hurt San Francisco's offense more because they're more of an air attack than Baltimore is. Yeah, which is a weird thing to say. It is, but, like, we've seen when the Niners are their best, Jimmy G is just slinging it around to people. I know everyone's like, oh, they're a run-heavy team, blah, blah, blah. But when they're good, Jimmy G is slinging it, and they're also getting five yards of pop from their running back. You're right in the sense that uh, that offense goes as such Jimmy G. <laughs> Um, like that, that offense relies on Jimmy G just to, just to move them down the field. But I feel like there's a caveat to that because Jimmy G doesn't have the openings he does unless that run game is going. Yeah. You could say that about, Um, you could say that about any offense though. True. But because of how, I mean, that, that offense is so play action heavy, like in terms of um, play action, then they motion and have guys go across the line of scrimmage, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's just – it's so much is needed of having an established run game, for sure. Right. And it's different It's different compared to a team like New Orleans, who Drew can just walk up to the line and be like – and just be like, okay, here, I'm just going to call out a play because I see what coverage you're running, blah, 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 blah. Cool, I'm going to slice and dice you um, because I'm, I'm Drew Brees. With Jimmy G, yes, the 49ers are at, his, are at their best when he's, when he's throwing it around the yard, but – he can only throw it around the yard when I don't want to say only, but he's better off for a hundred percent just based on how that offense operates when that run game is working effectively. Yeah. So uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how the playoffs shake out. It is going to be, 
it is going to be a fun playoffs. And the one thing that we're not talking about that we have that's been that's been absent, which hasn't been absent for years, is the Patriots. I don't think anybody's concerned about the Patriots right now. Oh, anybody? Um, I wouldn't. About them? I know. I think yeah. the Patriots fans are concerned about the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> You're not uh, wrong. I, I, I would have the, to agree. Um, the whole video coming out of them taping, or it's like some Patriots employees taping. Yes. Do you think that's full on cheating or what? What do you think of that? I don't know. Are we going to take them at their word? Uh, I would just take into account like what the video was, which from what I saw, didn't show anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like this. So the story was, is that the Patriots were videotaping the Bengals during the game, their sideline, yeah. but it was only the first quarter. And apparently the video really doesn't show much. It's like it's, Taken from a point of view of like behind the Bengals sideline, not showing. Yeah, the front and of it was supposed to be for a, a TV show that was being filmed. Mm-hmm. That supposedly Bill Belichick didn't know anything about. I don't know. It's a weird, it thing. A weird the thing. The only thing is, is that like the only thing is, is that like the reason why it probably whether or not they were filming them or were not, just they have a history of doing this. So even if it was an innocent mistake. It's not going to be looked at as an innocent mistake just because the Patriots have done mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the funny thing is, is that I heard I heard somebody talking about like, why are you scouting the Bengals? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, the Patriots are desperate, man. Yeah, like out of Bill all was teams, like, like, you know what, Tom is Tom's looking pretty pretty trash. I might want Andy Dalton instead of Tom Brady at this point. I heard a rumor that Brady might end up in Miami. And I was like, that's... Why would he no do way. that to himself? Exactly. Like, there's no way. There's no way. He would just die in my I opinion. really hope he doesn't pull, like, a Michael Jordan, Washington Wizards swan song. Yeah, I don't... I, I don't... For as much as I have just, like, despised Tom Brady because he's been so good for so long, um, and I don't... I really have, like, nothing against him. Like, Tom Brady... Tom Brady I just the, despise Like, Tom Brady him, the person. Yeah. Like Tom Brady, the person, I don't have anything against. Um, but uh, he needs to be—he needs to retire as a Patriot, in my opinion. Just stay a Patriot. You've been there for that long. What you've meant to that organization. Don't don't go anywhere. Just stay a Patriot. Even if Bill gets rid of you, if he gets rid of you, and is like, okay, we don't want you anymore. You're like, fine, I'm done. Fine, I'm back. Um, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> like, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> See these six Super Bowl rings. I'll take them and I'll leave. Um, so. Next week, uh, next week's got some interesting games. That Packers Vikings one is huge, and that Cowboys Eagle one is ginormous. Um, the where is it? The Niners Rams game is huge as well. Uh, that's a Saturday game. That's a primetime game, though. That's a night game. Um, uh, so we got we got at least three um, very big games. The Bills New England game pretty big too. Did you already say that? Hmm. I did not, but I guess now that the Bills are have ten wins, I guess you're right in terms. Who of, would uh, be the division leader if they were to tie? I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't even realize the Bills had ten wins. Could you imagine if New England um, didn't win the AFC East? <laughs> um. Well, let's see. Oh yeah, they, yeah. 
Let's see for a sec. Because it would come down to um it would come down to probably division wins. And let's see how many wins they have in the division. I would I believe New England is undefeated in the division. Yeah, but this would assume that like they would be tied in the division. Yeah, so the Patriots are 4-0 right now. If the Bills win, they'd both be 4-1. Mm-hmm. And then the Bills would be 11 and 4 and the Patriots would be uh, 11 and 4 as well. I do not know. I don't know who would get that who would get that uh uh that would end up coming down to common opponent, I would imagine. Um and I don't know. That would be interesting. Um kind of I kind of hope it happens. I really am rooting for the Bills. <laughs> it's in Foxborough, which is going to make things tough. But yeah, you're right. Uh, you're 100 percent right. That is a huge game. I didn't. I totally forgot that the Bills uh, had 10 wins. I actually, I can't even say forgot. I didn't even know. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know. That just we right off my that, head. Uh, Sunday uh, night game was so awful. That's true. <laughs> did you even watch I it? Did. I I watched. I think I watched like half of it and then just was like, Neh. oh my gosh. Because at that point, the, at that point. At that point, when the Raiders had lost and, like, it was totally 100% obvious that they weren't going to make the playoffs, my, like, interest in that game just totally died out. (laughs) So. um, It's the Raiders' fault that they didn't make the playoffs. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? For them to be as terrible as they were last year, have as many rookies as they do this year, dealt with injuries, I'm really okay with them being – just an average. But after team. all of that, uh, it was in their hands. They had New York. Yeah, they were six and four. Tennessee. They were six and four. They got the Chargers this week, and then they have Denver. Those are all winnable games for that team. Uh, for sure, for sure. And they they let it slip. They let so, it slip. It's okay. I'll survive. It's I guess. Okay. I'll try. I'll, uh, I guess I'll just go uh, drive down and watch them in Vegas. Oh, no, wait. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so you're not a fan anymore? Oh, no. I'm always I'm a Raider fan. Whether or not they end up in Vegas or if they went to friggin' Australia, I'd still be a Raider fan. But in terms of being able to drive down for a game. It'd be a, a little game, harder to watch. Bet... Yeah. Australia? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. You know, if the Niners moved to, like, New York, would you still be a fan? To New York? Yeah. Yeah, right, because you're a fan of the team, not the location. Yeah. There's right. no way the Niners are moving. Well, no, because they just got a new stadium. There is no way. Probably because their fans um, actually love them. <gasps> wow, that was cold. Oof. That one hurt. <laughs> that one cut deep. <laughs> um, uh, we could talk about the Kings, but uh, I feel like it'd be best to save that for Ben. I feel like it'd be best to save our next Kings conversation for Ben. Because he's coming on soon. Who did they just – let's just – who did they just lose to? The Knicks. The Knicks. And they just beat the How Warriors. bad of a game. Oh, my gosh. We were praising them. Josh came in here, praised them. That was a huge road trip. They almost beat San Antonio. They should have beaten San Antonio. They beat Dallas mm-hmm. and beat Houston. Great road trip for the Kings. And then to come yep. home against arguably the worst team in the NBA, beat up – Big the whole game and give it away. Oh my god! They were up sixteen. They were up sixteen in the third quarter, and just to let that go was the Knicks. It was so hard to watch. Oh, it's like one team. It was like, um, have you seen? Have you seen um, like Mike? 
bits and pieces Have of it. Have you seen the critically acclaimed movie Thunderstruck? <laughs> yeah, I You've did. actually seen Thunderstruck, but not like Mike. I did because I Josh made so, me watch it. So it's like <laughs> the Kings were Kevin Durant, and then the Knicks were the 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 kid, right? And I yeah. and at the third quarter, the Kings basketball abilities went into the Knicks, and it just like, <laughs> all of a sudden it was like right. that quick. Well, the Kings only scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. And they were outscored was, by 10 in the they fourth. They scored 21 with Harrison Barnes making like a buzzer beater, too. So mm-hmm. they, it should have been yeah. 18 or whatever. Like, it was bad. Yeah. It was it was funny because, like, they were up by 16, and it was like, all right, cool, guys. Like, let's just, just ride this one out. And then they started cutting it down just a little bit. And then it was like a 12-point lead. And you're like, okay, okay, well, it's still 12. You know, like, we're, we're good. And then it was 10. And it was eight, and then it was like, okay, guys, like, seriously, like, you need to stop. <laughs> like, all right, Luke, put everybody back in. Some, like, fix this, please. Um, and then, uh, like, I remember one time at Roseville, we were playing a summer league game, and we had gone up by, like, 25 points in, like, the second or third quarter, took all the starters out. The lead kind of got cut down to, like, 15 or 12. He threw all our all of our starters back in, and then we went back up by twenty five, and then he took us out, and then they, and then it was like, okay, now we're gonna keep running, and then we ended up winning by like thirty after that. Like that's what should have happened. The Kings were up by sixteen, throw everybody back in, get that lead again, and then be good. But no, the starters didn't do a thing. Didn't do a thing when they came back in. And it was just, oh man, it was so bad. I was like, <laughs> I was telling my dad, I was like, if the Ra- the Raiders lost today. And if the Kings lose to the Warriors today as well, <laughs> I really don't know what I'm going to do. You might have to be on suicide watch. I, that dude, that's exactly what that's I what said, you said. Actually, I swear that it, those were my exact I words. I was thinking that too. If, um, Kings lose back to back to the Knicks and Warriors. Niners lose on that heartbreaker against Atlanta, and I lose in fantasy. Oh, I'm done. It wouldn't have even wouldn't have even had a show this week. Oh gosh, we would have like a memorial. Here's the thing, too, about the Kings win over the Warriors. They had 29 turnovers. Both teams were so well. First off, Golden State is might as well be a G League team with Willie Cauley Stein and Draymond Green on it, and D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, poor poor Willie Cauley Stein. You could tell he was really into that game, and no one else on his team was. Like, hey, he ha- he was he was a leading scorer on his team. He looks, he looks good though. I still think yeah. Rashawn Holmes is an upgrade though. Yes, I yeah. do too. He definitely plays harder than Wade. And did. Uh, Marvin played better. Bogey. It's good out. to see him back, dude. He's just that's all he is. He's a gamer. What? Jason, with your expert basketball, uh, freaking knowledge. Why don't we see that every night from Bogey? From Bogey? Like in terms of him being able to go 25 and 5? Well, not just 25 and 5. Like, why can't we see him go for 17 every night? Why are there there the games where he goes for 30 and 25 and then 8 with 8 or 9 missed shots? Sometimes it has to do with matchups. Um, sometimes you get a more favorable matchup. Sometimes you just have a night where everything's working. 
Like you just everything, everything's falling. Everything feels good um, during the game. Um, and the thing about Bogey that's been interesting to watch is that um, one of the things you talk about with players who are elite is that they have that mentality that like I'm just I'm gonna step all over you. Like there's nothing that you can do to stop me from getting this bucket. And I feel like there are times when Bogey turns that on. Or like you watch him hit hit a big three and he just erupts because he's like he's just fired up and then there are times where he's he's not you know um, and I feel like he just needs to to stay in that mindset the entire time which is something that you would say about virtually any player you need to you need to have that mentality but for him especially for somebody as talented as, as he is which I, funny thing is is that like I'm sure the national media really doesn't have anything to anybody like any knowledge of. Bogdanovich, but the dude can the dude can play. <laughs> He'd be a starter on virtually any team in the NBA. Why isn't he a starter um, on the Kings? Why isn't he? Because they're starting Buddy, and um, we just paid Buddy, so I don't feel like you can start him over. Uh, start him over, Buddy. You know. I mean, I are you saying like I put put Fogey over yeah. Joseph? But I think Joseph is so important for his defense. Joseph is by far and away our best. But I defender. also think. The team is better with Bogey on the court. He is, but I also feel like he provides our bench with, like you, because I feel like with the Kings last year there were times when you, well, no, I can't even say last year because there were times when last year our bench was um, are better than our starters. But I feel like bringing Bogey off the bench with our bench players, there's always like you take Buddy off who I'd, you'd probably say would be our number one option on, on offense for the starting group. And then you put Bogey back in, you have another reliable first person to go for a bucket. Like, I don't I don't know. Would you say there's a drop-off between Buddy and, and Bogey in terms of being able to I score? I think Buddy has definitely shown that he is more consistent than Bogey. But if you were to, if you were to take their ultimate team cards, for say, right? I'd say Bogey's is actually better than Buddy's stats, if that makes sense. All all around, probably, yeah. But for some reason, it's clicked in Buddy's head, and I think it's purely like a confidence thing. That Buddy knows, because of his success last year, he is a stud in this league, and he doesn't back down. Where with Bogey, if he misses a couple shots, he's out for the whole game, mentally. Yeah. Which sucks because I think I his know. skill level is better. Yeah, and the with like between Bogey, Buddy, and Fox, it's like those are three Who? very. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. I know he's he might be back. He might be back. It's good to see Marvin back. That I'm was so the happy only good back. thing about um, was it the New York game that he came back. I think he was back one game before that. Who are they playing? I'm not. The Thunder. The Thunder. You're so right. I think. I think he came back. Yeah, that and he game. looked. He looked really shaky. He had 11 points and uh, six rebounds that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was. It was good to see. It's gonna. I mean, obviously, when you come back from an injury, it's gonna take a, a couple games to to get back in the in the full swing. Um, but he played really well against the Warriors, which I feel like everybody plays really well against the Warriors right now, but still. Yeah. Um, 
it was good to see him back. And with Fox, especially with the position that he plays, um, with Marvin being back into the rotation, like the Kings are finally going to have their full rotation now. So I feel like um, we're finally going to be able to get to see the the full Sacramento Kings at at their potential. And Fox, it's going to take a couple games to get back into sync with his teammates, get back into game shape. Um, I, I would be shocked if he plays, you know, thirty five plus minutes. Um, against the Hornets, I I really hope he what doesn't he hurt here. His knee or his ankle? It was his, it was his knee or his ankle. I can't I it was cannot some remember in his leg. So like he should not be mm-hmm. yeah running more than twenty five minutes. No, I I really hope they don't play him that much. I mean, if he's fully healthy, that's great. But I still don't think that's even if he's fully healthy, you bring him you bring him back at a at a pace. Uh, at a slow pace. Do you start him? Do you even start him if he's fully healthy? Or do you have him come in off the bench? Yeah, you start De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is the face of your franchise. He is, no, but no, I mean, you still, him. you're... But you just you just tell him straight up, you have a minutes restriction, and then go from there. I don't know. I guess I'm just cautious with uh, injuries like that. Uh, especially lower, lower uh, body well, injuries. The team... The Sacramento Kings have a state-of-the-art medical staff, PT staff. Like, they know when he's ready, and he knows his body when he's ready. So they're not even going to put him out there until he's ready. And True. then when he's out there, they're just going to ease him into it. You, yeah, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully they don't throw him, like, right back into the rotation. They shouldn't. There's no reason that they would, so. Um. All right, so that'll do it uh, for episode 31 of Nothing to Say to the Fans podcast. Uh, George, if you're listening, uh, thanks again for uh, for coming on. It was great to have you on. Uh, and for anybody who has uh, stuck with us this long, uh, thanks. Um, we hope you uh, enjoyed the sort of new segment that we did at the beginning. We're going to try to do as, as best as we can at bringing, a, bringing people on. Uh, we got at least two more guests lined up for uh, this week and next week. Um, and then uh, potentially three, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, so we're going to have more people on the show. Um, and uh, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun uh, getting, to talk to, uh, getting to talk to a lot of people. Some voices you've heard and some voices you have not. Um, so stay tuned. Uh, thank you all so much. Have a fantastic week. And uh, we will either have another episode for you uh, Friday or Saturday, or you'll hear from us again uh, next Monday. So uh, have a great week. Uh, stay safe. And uh, thanks, thanks again. Guys.